This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And we are back. So now um, we're going to shift gears a little bit. It's kind of related to the first topic we talked about today, but it's slightly different. And of course, uh, I'm probably now going to end up on the NRA's watch list. But uh, get at me, NRA, because I actually shoot guns and enjoy it. But I vehemently dislike the NRA. And the reason I dislike the NRA uh, is because they are the biggest uh, helper of gun manufacturers out there, and they love to make money for gun manufacturers and gun dealers. So what are we talking about? We're talking about guns and terrorists and uh, and the NRA. Um, so why are we talking about this? Well, while the Republican Party and, of course, uh, you know, a lot of conservatives around the country amp up their xenophobic rhetoric with respect to xenophobia, uh, sorry, with respect to Syrian refugees, who, as we discussed in our first segment, are certainly not the problem, considering the stringent background checks that they must pass and the documentation that they must provide to enter this country legally. There really is a problem in America that the GOP and the NRA conveniently ignores. And namely, the um, problem that I'm talking about is the fact that it is perfectly legal for a person on the terrorist watch list to purchase a firearm due to our lax regulations that are pushed by the NRA and adopted by Republicans. Uh, This legal loophole, what's known as the terrorist loophole, allows suspected terrorists on the government's no-fly list to legally buy guns. Uh, As I mentioned during the introduction to our show, uh, in 2011, a U.S. citizen who actually joined al-Qaeda and was a spokesperson for al-Qaeda released a series of videos that encouraged followers in the U.S. to buy guns due to this loophole. The question that we're asking today is, could potential attackers, people who are known to authorities like the French suspects were, get guns? And as I said, during the introduction to the show, and I'm going to say again now, the answer to that question is probably yes. Why? Well, according to a 2010 report by the Government Accountability Office, which is the GAO, and I'm going to refer to it as the GAO throughout this segment, so I don't have to keep saying Government Accountability Office, um, they found that membership in a terrorist organization does not prohibit a person from possessing a firearm or explosives under federal law. Um, While uh, federal law does prohibit felons, drug addicts, fugitives, and domestic domestic abusers from purchasing firearms, it does not prevent people on the terrorist watch list or the no-fly list. Um, The GAO also reports that over the past 10 years, so that's between 2004 and 2014, suspected terrorists attempted to purchase guns legally in America at least 2,233 times, and out of that 2,233 times, they were successful 2,043 times, which is 91% success rate. Absolutely astonishing. Only 190 people were ever who are on the no-fly list or terrorist watch list uh, who are actually rejected, um, but those people were not rejected for being on the terrorist watch list. They were rejected for other reasons, such as being a felon or a fugitive or a domestic abuser or a drug addict. So... That number has actually risen. In between 2013 and 2014, the number of successful buyers rose to 94 percent, with 455 terrorist suspects buying weapons and only 30 of them actually being denied as allowed under current laws. Let's go back a second. How did we get here? That is always a good question to ask. In 2005, FBI Director Robert Mueller told the House Appropriations Subcommittee that he believed appearing on the terrorist watch list or in the terrorism database should prevent some people from or sorry, should prevent someone from purchasing firearms. Following that, in 2007, Senator Frank Lautenberg, who's a Democrat from New Jersey, introduced a law to close this so-called quote-unquote, Tara Gap, by allowing the attorney general to deny gun sales to those found to be 
found to be or have engaged in conducting uh, conduct constituting preparation for aid of or related to terrorism. This law or legislation was backed by the Bush administration. It was backed by Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez, um, but it did not pass. It did not pass because the NRA opposed it and Republicans voted against it. It was reintroduced in 2008. It didn't pass. A lot of Republicans opposed it because the NRA opposed it. In 2009, similar legislation, but not the same, was introduced by Lautenberg, again a Democrat, and by Republican Peter King of New York. It was a bipartisan bill. Peter King actually went so far as to say there's, quote unquote, just too much opposition from the pro-gun GOP White House, sorry, GOP House members, even though the proposal is backed by the White House. There are roughly, right now, um, actually, there's probably more, 700,000 people on the FBI's terrorist screening database, which is commonly known as the terrorist watch list. And it includes both the names of domestic and international suspects that have been identified through intelligence, law enforcement investigation, and surveillance. Not a single gun buyer on that list was turned away because they posed a potential threat to the American populace as a potential terrorist. As I already mentioned, there were several turned away for other reasons, but not because they were potential terrorists. Each time this law is proposed, it fails to get out of Congress, which brings me back to something I wrote to Jackie before. Whenever we want to ask why things don't get done, it's hashtag because Congress. (laughs) Um, And that was because there was staunch opposition from the National Rifle Association. Mm. Are you surprised? You shouldn't be. The NRA has consistently argued that such laws prevent legal gun purchases, but they don't stop people from acquiring firearms illegally. What else is new? (laughs) This is the NRA's only ever argument they ever have. But they're still getting the guns illegally. (laughs) And if you believe the NRA, we have bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. It's cheap. It's only $2. However... While known or suspected terrorists are prohibited from boarding airplanes because of the government's no-flying list, again, they are allowed to legally buy assault rifles. Seems Uh, legit. (laughs) Totally legit. Yeah. America. (laughs) Now, sorry, I'm digressing. Similar (laughs) legislation was introduced earlier this year. It was again sponsored by Peter King and Dianne Feinstein of California. It was a bipartisan piece of legislation. It was called the Denying Firearms and Explosives to Dangerous Terrorists Act of 2015. It could not be more clear. Denying firearms and explosives to dangerous terrorists act of 2015. It included provisions that would allow those denied a purchase to challenge the prohibition if they believe they were wrongly placed on the terror list. Because, of course, that's the NRA's other thing. And right. actually, also, to be fair, civil libertarians such as myself have raised that as well. You know, what happens if you accidentally end up on this list and you shouldn't what? have been there? Yeah, that um, happens. That, that does happen on occasion because people have a similar name to somebody else. And so right. there are law-abiding citizens who do end up on that list, and that's been part of the NRA's concern. Same but, again, this law would have included a provision for you to challenge your denial because you could say, hey, I'm wrongly on the watch list. So this bill actually um, takes care of that issue, which some of these previous pieces of legislation from 2007 and 2008 and 2009 did not. Um, but yet the NRA, guess what? Do you guys, anybody want to tell me how the NRA feels about this new piece of legislation? Whether America. They, they yeah. say, nope, we oppose this also. Um, the bill is currently being stalled in the Senate right now, despite the fact it does have Uh, like I said, bipartisan support. Um, The readily availability of guns has also now become a part of this emerging debate over accepting Syrian refugees. Mm. In fact... 
Texas State Representative Tony Dale, who's a Republican, sent a letter to Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Senator John Corrin and also a bunch of other Republicans. And he warns that we should not let refugees settle in the United States because the documentation, um, sorry, that they would be granted would allow them to purchase firearms. Okay, so no refugees because, hey, our gun laws are so lax and we're not doing anything about it that they might be able to get firearms. We shouldn't do anything about the gun laws, just the refugees. America. Now, as I already mentioned, the other side of this argument is that there are flaws, and that is true in the FBI's terrorism watch list. And they're concerned, of course, that we should not take the rights away from innocent people. I I think that is a legitimate concern. However, um, as I pointed out, this new piece of legislation would take care of that concern because it would give you an outlet to challenge your status on the terrorist watch list. Um, But Nonetheless, 76% of gun owners, including 71% of people who are NRA members, self-identified, support prohibiting firearm purchases by people that are on the federal terrorism watch list, yet nothing is getting done. And even Peter King, who's a Republican, says it's unlikely that this bill will pass. Mm. So, can you tell I'm mad? I'm no. mad. No. I mean, no. I mean, it's, it, it's so ridiculous. Even if you have people on the right who were saying, you know, enough is enough, NRA. We need to at least stop people who are on the terrorist list from getting access to these guns. I mean, what else does it take? Is this all about just profit and, and driving oh. costs up oh, and making money? Oh, so you want to take Amer- the American people's gun. But when Barack J. Khan, Hussein Obama put on the mixtape, no one said anything. No. You guys are socialists. <laughs> No, and, uh, well, I don't know. It, it's horrible, and I do, uh, thank you so much, Alyssa, for... You know, here's what I was going to say. If you really care about this issue, and you really think that, you know, we need to deal with this issue, aside from the other regulations that we probably need to deal with, guns that we're not getting into right now, we've had several shows on that before. We've had people on from Gun Sense, including Colette Martin and Chad McDonald, to mm-hmm. talk about that. Definitely check out those shows. But if you think specifically, if you're one of the 71% of NRA members that supports this prohibition, then you need to get on the phone. You need to call the NRA. You need to email the NRA and you need to say, I am a member of the NRA and I disagree with this and you guys should not be blocking this piece of legislation. And on that note, the mic has been dropped and the show has come to a close and another bomb has exploded of information. Guys, we enjoyed you so much and we hope that you enjoyed our show. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for tweeting at us. Don't worry, we'll be back next Sunday right here on WATR. But until then, check out our podcast on iTunes at LYVBH Radio. Till next week, guys. I'm boycotting next week. Turn back till I know sky.